Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's that shared history that mm. no one can replace, right? Like it's with me and you. No one can take away what we've done thus far. No one can take away what we've been through and what we've done together. This one's from Anthony Petaros. I don't know if he's Greek. Petaros? Anthony Petaros. Hey guys, always digging your relationship theory insights. What fictional narrative, whether it be a film or novel, do you feel has done the best job of exemplifying healthy relationships, dynamics in an entertaining way? Or do you feel that people tend to be attracted to dysfunctional relationships in fictional narrative because people feed into drama and it's more relatable to the masses? I'm curious if you see your studio tackling this area in the future. We'll definitely be tackling it for sure, but you have to do it in an entertaining way. So I'm going to give you just a recent example, more than one that I think is like the end all be all. And because this is not at all what he's expecting, but I thought was quite beautiful. Um, the relationship in Logan between Wolverine and Professor X, um, who've always had a, a fascinating relationship where Wolverine is like the just insanely rebellious and pushes back against authority but realizes that Professor X really has his best interests at heart and is trying to help him become a better version of himself. So even though he sort of chafes, he keeps coming back, keeps coming back, keeps coming back. And in Logan's spoiler-ish alert, um, basically Professor X has the, the psychic, the mutant equivalent of Alzheimer's disease. And so he's taking care of him in his old age. And, you know, for somebody who is um, very much the sort of rogue, independent guy to see him put himself in harm's way to try to protect Professor X, um, I thought it was beautiful and is, is very um, in, in, so I'm oh God, like, I have this really bifurcated educational path right now where I'm really um, giddy, to use the most accurate word, about solving your microbiome issues. Um, so I'm, I'm just going really, really hard on that and realizing how many, like it was sort of less than obvious to me, like how ever present chronic illness has become. So I've always thought obviously about obesity and um, that, but God, like just so many things are chronic and however present, like, Alzheimer's diseases now in a way that it wasn't 20 or 30 years ago. I mean, it's really, really escalated rapidly. So it, it's so of the moment. It's such a beautiful relationship. It's between two guys. I don't know. I just found that like there's something so beautiful about humans when they look out for each other mm -hmm. that have shared history. I mean, you know my obsession with shared history and how that to me just trumps everything. It trumps beauty. It trumps sexual attraction. It trumps just anything. Like there's nothing to me as unbelievably rare and precious as shared experience over like a long period of time so for that movie to play that out i found to be really really wonderful yeah and i kind of i know this is a little like obvious 
I guess. Um, but whenever you ask me what my favorite movie is, my always go-to is The Notebook. Mm. And I don't know if it's actually my most favorite movie, but it's the relationship between the husband and wife that even though she's lost her memory, even though he is like on a daily basis almost having to relive like, no, this is who I am. Like, it's that shared history that mm. no one can replace, right? Like, it's with me and you. No one can take away what we've done thus far. No one can take away what we've been through and what we've done together. And it's that understanding and that, like, just internal bond that no one else can take away is so meaningful and so um, precious to me that when I think about us getting old together... Um, and you know obviously we work really hard on making sure that like we understand the brain and how to prevent that and how it's plaque and you know now aren't they calling alzheimer's type diabetes type three yeah Yeah, diabetes type three so making sure that we're at least doing the research and reading up to prevent that um god like that notion of getting old with you and having gone through all the struggles, all the strifes that they have gone through in their relationship, obviously ours isn't exactly the same, but knowing that we will be together forever and we will fight through no matter what difficulty, whether it's Alzheimer's or not, like that belief that I have so strongly that is reflected in that movie, like just captures me in a way that no other film has. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. I hear that. So I think, you know, movies... and But going off what he said actually is very interesting about... Um, about do you feel that people tend to be attracted to dysfunctional relationships in fictional narratives because people feed into drama and it's more relatable to the masses? Well, so, I mean, conflict is what drives narrative. So, yes, there's going to be a lot of dysfunction portrayed, but you can get secondary things in um, in good movies i was gonna say drama but in good movies or tv shows which i actually found myself more drawn to tv shows we were just talking about that which i never would have believed uh 20 years ago but um because it doesn't have to be the the driver of the narrative it can be something that's off to the side and is a key part of it so i think that that allows them to explore more than just dysfunction but if it's a movie about relationship there has to be some sort of dysfunction otherwise um, you there's no narrative there's no right. motion there's no movement there's really nothing to pay attention to it's not fun to sit in a room and watch two people get along right so um, in fact one of the comments that we hear all the time about relationship theory is people love seeing how we disagree because we do it in a respectful manner and you know on and on but if we were just up here like, oh my gosh, yes, you're right. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it's far from the truth. Right. It wouldn't, A, but even if it was the the truth, it's not as interesting, right? Mm-hmm. If if two people in any relationship, business or otherwise, um, think the same, one of you is irrelevant. So, Do you think that that relationship actually exists though, where people just agree all the time? Like no. genuinely agree versus someone's like, oh, it's not worth arguing about. Fine, yeah. And you no. don't always think about it. It just becomes second nature. You don't think about what? debating the person yeah like just no, being agreeable. I, I don't think anyone ever agrees all the time ever right. not once right yeah 
But some people do thrive off the drama, even in relationships. Look, drama queens is like a whole another thing. And I actually find it pretty fascinating because I think I understand, I do understand exactly why drama queens exist. I understand why people are drawn to drama because it's heightened and humans for whatever reason just love anything that's heightened. They love the alteration of brain chemistry, good, bad. They just don't want indifferent. Yeah. So that, yeah, that's interesting. It's why people love like a juicy bit of gossip. It's why people, some people really thrive in just abusive relationships or certainly toxic relationships because it's, it's the ups and downs and it's just all over and it's the manic highs and the, you know, depressive lows and just, it makes you feel alive. It's why people like, I cut myself just to see if I still feel pain, right? It's a line from a Nine Inch Nails song or that's a paraphrase, but you know, it's like, that, that on the surface is an absurd way to find out if you still feel something. Why don't you tickle yourself, right? So, but people really do hurt themselves just to see, just to feel something, to have some sort of exhilaration, even if it's entirely mm -hmm. negative. And they talk about kids that can't get attention will rebel because negative attention is better than no attention at all. So people just love the heightened. The one thing they can't stand is just milk toast. Mm 